Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast with Coach James with Jake. Episode, I actually don't know. 193. Don't have a, 193. Don't have a script in front of us. Yeah, fuck a script. We're just doing it. We're just doing it. We're Pause. just we're just here. After a Warriors dub. Yep. We're going game six. Steph Curry him? Thoughts? Yeah, he's pretty good. He has a future in this league. Um, he might be pretty good one day. You never know. Yeah, never know. Yeah, no. Happy, uh, happy Wednesday, Jake. Yeah, you too. Happy Wednesday. You forgot to say it. Did you usually say it every time I say that? It's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. The next day's Friday. The weekend's almost here. And yeah, we'll dive into it. You still forgot to say what you usually say. Fuck Dylan Brooks. No, dude, it's hump day. Oh, it's hump day. God damn Tomorrow's it. Tomorrow's Thursday. Well, yeah, we're here. The next day's Friday. It's Wednesday. Warriors coming off a big win, winning uh, 121 to 106 against the Lakers in game five, back at home again in, in Chase Center. Um, Steph dropping 27, 3 and 8. Again, having a good uh, stat line night. Um, we were down 3 1. Um, Game four didn't go in our way. You hate to see it, especially when Steph drops a triple-double. Um, but the series goes on, uh, still being down 3-2, despite um, the Lakers' efforts tonight. I was shook um, all the way up until game time. You know how I am. You know how you are. Uh, you're chilling, right, before game time, and then the anxiety just... Like a brick wall right there. And hits yeah, it. yeah. Then I can't, like, eat or drink or, you know. But, hey, great game all around by everyone, really. I mean, Draymond Green having a double-double going 20-10 and 10 with four assists. I mean, a night where uh, – or just the play style out of Draymond. You usually don't see a guy drop 20. I think that's twice now uh, in the playoffs he's dropped 20 points. Um, I think the first time it's been since, like, 20 – 15 or something like that. Um, played aggressive, attacked the rim. It's something that uh, somewhat tough to do against the Lakers, especially with uh, Anthony Davis there uh, in the paint. But this Gary Payton starting uh, is definitely uh, helping out, especially this game. was plus 21 at one point at 13, 6 and 1 for himself, 4 for 5 from field goal range and hit one big three. He loved to see it. And, I mean, the bench not doing as much tonight. I'm um, all the starters really doing it. Um, all five starters in double figures. Uh, Clay with a lowly 10, but like you were saying in our group chat, playing really good defensively. Had that block in the, uh, on D'Angelo Russell um, in the fourth or in the third. I can't remember anymore. I'm just so high off this to win. Uh, you just love to see it. Jake. Yes. Is there a question? No, I just want to hear your thoughts. Oh yeah, yeah, good game. Uh, big, you know, a big shout out to um, you know, this is big, big debate in the group chat about if this, if this guy needs to be learning Chinese or something. But you know, he had a bounce back game today. Jordan Poole scored eleven points, had some big time buckets, played well. Also, shout out to Dante DiVincenzo for his great defensive performance tonight against um, D'Angelo Russell. And Gary Pate, GP2, who played his best game as a warrior and looks to be back to what he was hopefully last season. 
But yeah, so that was a, it was a good win, and we know what's happening on Friday. It's Game Six. You know what Game Six means when the Warriors are down three two on the road, or when they're down three two. Game um, Six. I think it's somewhat familiar. Game Six, Clay. I need him to do it. I need him. I need him to do it. Yeah, that'd be I need him. To, I, I need him. To, I need him to do it bad. Um, I'd love for him to see it. I mean, he has been, been struggling uh, for the most part this series. I know we talked about it in a couple of episodes ago. Um, him being against the Lakers, um, you think we would, we would have seen some uh, better play out of him? But again, a great defensive line out of him. Um, had some some good shots. Uh, I mean, two from six from three is not great. Three from twelve overall. Uh, field goal wise, not the best, but. I mean, guys like Draymond dropping 20 and uh, Wiggins having his best uh, performance of the series in the playoffs with 25 points. Uh, it's great to see. I mean, shooting up well above uh, 50% when 10 of 18 from field goal uh, range. You, you just love to see it, especially when the team plays like this and, you know, we keep a lead uh, for the most part. I mean, at one point, um, going 25 to 7 since it was tied 54 54 at one point in the game uh, and really solidifying that lead um to get the dub eventually so um three or two we're here game six friday it's gonna be a good one i mean so i'm, I'm excited can't can, cannot cannot wait down three two going back to la obviously but um like jake was saying Maybe we'll get a, a game six clay appearance, and hopefully it's a good one. But yeah, I mean what you said earlier too. Jordan Poole um, played a lot better than we expected coming off the bench today. I mean he did play some. Uh, he did he did play twenty three minutes, at eleven points, one rebound, four assists. I mean again, not shooting great from three, uh, one for six. Field goal wise again, five for fourteen. I mean there were some shots there. Um, towards the end of the half too where it's like what are these shots i mean he had a nice three open looks are great for jordan Poole for sure uh but some of those contested shots not going in um but like spencer said or swood excuse me i don't know who spencer is yeah, sounds like, a uh, like swood said um it's gonna take better shot selection you gotta be smarter with the ball uh less turnovers and you know passing it to the open guy and felt like with that four assist tonight he did his job um pretty well yeah, I mean, with Jordan Poole, it's when he makes a shot, you kind of worry for the next one because it's like, what the hell is he going to do now? And he also um, <laughs> does that thing where he just dribbles out of control and just like loses it before he gets to the basket. So you know, but he played under control today, and he did not do, although he did have some bad shots that there makes, basically every time it happened, he he played his best game by far. Yeah, zero turnovers. I mean, you love to see it out of him especially with the guy like you were saying, like just runs erratically to the rim uh, for no reason um, and just puts it up trying to uh, trying to bait a foul call. But it's the Warriors. It's not going to happen that way, uh, especially with Steph Curry. Uh, he's not going to get a call. So um, he's going to take better shot selection. I think he played, like you said, and you've been saying this podcast, a better game. But, I mean, I still hate him. But... When you redeem yourself, you redeem yourself. Like when Draymond had those tur- early two turnovers back to back. Yeah, and you said get him out. Giving him shit. And it's get him out. But when you drop 20, it's 
pretty uh, redeeming quality when you do that, uh, especially when you do a double-double two with 10 rebounds. Uh, but uh, that was great game. I mean, can't say it enough. Great fo- uh, football. Jesus, great basketball all the way around. I mean, we were getting N1s too, which was great. Guys send their free throws. Um, pretty even game in that too, free throw-wise. Uh, yeah, shot, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even yeah. free throws, 15, 15 apiece. Uh, we made two more. Uh, than the Lakers, uh, even on turnovers at 14, we have five more assists with 24, um, 10 more rebounds though, which was great. Five, uh, five blocks, one more than the Lakers, two more steals than the Lakers, and um, no Texas game on either side. Um, really letting the really letting the, the teams play uh, for the most part. Um, I don't know what is up with the. Anthony Davis looks like it's a concussion. Looks like it's a head injury. Not need, looking yeah, good there. He needed a wheelchair. Um, he needed a wheelchair to get out. Not good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I've had an elbow to the I've had an elbow to the face, not even the forearm, um, to that spot too. So it does feels bad. Yeah, I took a. If you got hit in the um, temple, that's pretty. Not that's not nothing to play with, because that happened to me once. I was playing baseball. Was at second base. There's a ground ball to the left side. I go at it. It hits a rock, bounces up as you ride in the temple. I was knocked out like three minutes. Yeah, it's a big feels bad. Yeah, um, I mean with a day rest, it's not gonna be looking good uh, for the Lakers to try and close it out. So I mean, not saying it won't happen, but game seven availability for, I mean game six availability is up in the air for Anthony Davis. So it's not looking good when you're getting wheeled out on a wheelchair. Imagine taking a hit like that. I mean, it looked like it was okay. I mean, for the most part, just another elbow to the face. Um, it's not like Luna did it on purpose. I mean, arm flails down and you just turn that way. Your head gets hit. It sucks. Um, but the best ability is availability, and we'll see how that goes uh, going forward. Game six Friday. Cannot wait. I'm hoping it's a late start. I'm pretty sure it will be because it's, we're, we're in California. Duh. Yeah, um, yeah. But. Yeah, it went from anything today. Else, anything else to add? Yeah, from today it went from, as I texted the group chat before the Warriors game started, I said, <laughs> um, what did I say? I, I, I said, um, <laughs> you're like, I'm sick before the game started. And I was like. Woo, fun, Warriors, yay. <laughs> now it's like we, we're going to win the series. It's over. Yeah. I was sick. I was I was dreading watching this game uh, after work. Uh, but no, they got it done, and you love to see it uh, in the way they did, especially. Um, so that's off. Yes. Um, still down 3-2. Um, but uh, if we play, again, good team basketball the next two games, uh, we'll move on. But uh, one game at a time, game six Friday. So, yeah, I mean, uh, well, let's move on. I mean, and I mean, other NBA news. Um, the Knicks won tonight. They're up. They're down three two as well against the Heat. The Heat were also up three three to one. Um, John Brunson playing all forty eight minutes to get it done. Uh, they win there. Uh, Celtics seventy sixers. Philly leads three to two after getting blown out. Um, by blowing out the Celtics, pause. Um, they play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. See if they can close it out. 
and the possibility of Jalen Brown leaving, who's uh, named to All-NBA. Shout out to Steph also getting All-NBA. Uh, second team in Draymond getting All-NBA. Uh, defensive team, second team as well. And then lastly, uh, Nuggets stunned. Um, Denver leading 3-2. Uh, playing tomorrow as well. Uh, Suns trying to call themselves back uh, at home. Let's see if they can do it for themselves. But look at the Nuggets and put them away. Especially without Chris Paul. Yep. A lot of fun basketball. Uh, but yeah, that's just the update right now. We'll see how it goes. Uh, schedule drop for Annapolis tomorrow. We'll do a little update like on that next week, uh, possibly. Um, but in other news, in other sports news, hockey, Jay, take it from here. Yes, the NHL is in playoff, in full playoff swing. We do have some library news that we'll get to in a bit, but talking about the playoffs right now, um, here's the series like updates. So in the Eastern Conference, we have the Maple Leafs versus the Panthers. The Panthers are up in that series three to one. They're trying to be an eight seed to go to the conference finals again. That'd be pretty cool if that happens. Vegas and the Edmonton. It's two one Vegas right now, but Edmonton is playing a game tonight, and Edmonton's up four to one with the third period a minute left. So it's going to be a 2-2 series there. Uh, then in the Eastern Conference, the second matchup, the Devils versus the Hurricanes. Carolina leads that series, which is the Hurricanes, 3-1. to uh, The Devils were down 3-1 to last round against the New York Rangers. They came back and went three in a row and won that series. So we'll see what happens there. And finally in the Western Conference, the second round, the Seattle Kraken and the Dallas Stars are tied at two with Game 5 tomorrow at 6.30. So that's kind of that's Wow. Fun. Yep. Some, the games have been kind of blowouty. Yeah. Except for the uh, Maple Leafs Panthers series. Was there not one game where they scored four goals in five minutes? I forgot what game it was, it was but that was kind of crazy. I think that was the Hurricanes. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Then we had the NHL draft lottery this past what Tuesday was it? Tuesday, Tuesday, Monday, Monday, Tuesday. Monday. Let's see. We want to be Sunday. factually accurate here on the episode, so let's see what it was. It was Monday. Uh, so the NHL lottery happened. Uh, the t- so what happens is the teams that don't make the playoffs, put, they get put in the lottery, but only the teams 1 through 11 can actually win the lottery. So the teams 12 to 16 can't win the lottery. Our teams won the – teams 12 to 14 can't win the lottery, but teams 1 through 11 can um, so it goes on percentages. The Sharks had a 9.5% chance of winning the lottery, while the Columbus Blue Jack- I mean, while the Anaheim Ducks had the best chance at 25%, and the Columbus Blue Jackets and Chicago Blackhawks were 1, 2, 3. Um, so basically what happened was the Sharks got the fourth pick in the NHL draft. They had a, 65- they had a 66% chance of dropping the 5 or 6, so getting the fourth pick is actually a pretty big win. Uh, it means they were they are basically guaranteed of getting one of the four elite type prospects. Um, so they got the fourth pick. The Columbus Blue Jackets, who finished with the second worst record, get the third pick. Then the sec- team, the Anaheim Ducks, had the worst record, get the second pick, and the Chicago Blackhawks won the lottery. So they're going to draft Connor Bedard, um, which you know we wanted the Sharks to get him, but we still get a good player, hopefully. Um, for that. And who was that? 
Who, uh, who are you thinking? Well, first off, first, it is the Sharks' first top five draft pick since 1998, and their last top five draft pick was Patrick Marlowe. And that was a pretty good trade. I mean, pretty good uh, draft. Pretty, pretty good pick. Pretty good yeah. pick. Yeah, so there's a bunch of op- there's a bunch of players the Sharks could get. Uh, basically, one two, it's going to be Bedard and Adam Fantilli from the Michigan. Uh, he's going to go to probably to the probably to the Ducks at two. Bedard definitely at one. But then from three to four, it's kind of a or three to five, it's kind of a whatever it's whatever you prefer. It could be Leo Carlson, who's a center from Sweden, who's six foot three, 194 pounds, 18 years old. Um, the top two players, Vitelli and Bedard, are most likely going to be playing in the NHL next season, while the Leo Carlson and some other guys who are next in line, who are still t- really elite prospects, probably will not be in the NHL next season. Um, so Leo Carlson's one guy. Uh, there's another guy um, who plays for Team USA, like the national team. Uh, I forget his name, but he's like a center he, or a forward. He's pretty good. Um but the player that I want and the player that I think the Sharks should draft is Matvey Michkov from Russia. Now, there's an issue. James, do you want to know what the issue is? Yeah, what's the issue? So this past offseason, he signed a three-year extension with, I think it's... Let's see what the team name is. I think it's a... Um... With, yeah, so SKA St. Petersburg of the Continental Hockey League in Russia is basically the NHL version of that. Um, the thing is that he signed a three-year contract extension that will have him be there till, which will have him there until, which will have him there until twenty-five twenty-six. Meaning he would not be able to play in the NHL till twenty twenty. Would not be able to play in the NHL till twenty twenty-six twenty twenty-seven season. So he, he's going to be there for three years. But the Sharks aren't in a win-now position. They can take this guy, and they're going to be pretty bad for a couple years. Take this guy, get a couple more top-five picks, and once they're ready to you know, go for a playoff berth, they can have him come in, be kind of like a Kirill Kaprizov type, which is the guy from the Minnesota Wild who basically was going to be a top first-round pick but dropped to the fourth round in his draft in 2015 because of this contract situation. Uh, but the Wild took him. He came over and like, 2020, the the weird year, uh, COVID year, and be, is be, becoming like one of the best players in the NHL. So you kind of take that risk now. And this guy, Matvey Michkov, is a much more dynamic prospect goal scoring wise. Uh, he's like a basically if, if Connor Bedard played in Russia, this would be the guy basically. So Michkov is really good. Uh, there's only just as I said, a couple of things with Russian players you have to kind of worry about. It's the contracts; they're not really able to get out of it, and they give a fuck all about defense. So he might score a hundred points, but he might be on the ice for about ninety goals. But he's an elite, an elite player, and hopefully the Sharks draft him. If the, if the Sharks draft him or Leo Carlson, I'll be happy. Absolutely. I agree with everything that you said, and I don't deny anything. Um, one oh, wait. thing to know. He's also... Um, so Michkov is five foot ten, 159 pounds, and is 18 years old. One thing to know. 
and for those who don't know, I work in ticketing. Uh, when the Blackhawks won the lottery, getting the first number overall pick, their season ticket revenue from just that happening went up to $2.5 million. Yeah, they probably had a fun day on the phones. Um, pretty fucking crazy. No, that's actually insane. I mean, for the most part, um, when we do renewals for, for sports, I mean, we'll get a quarter of a million in revenue in a day when we first, when it first happens, but $2.5 million is insane. You know be um, funny? That's freaking crazy. You know be funny? If they don't draft Bedard, then the next day, everyone calls them like, hey, we want to cancel, we want to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them anymore. That'd be crazy. That'd be hilarious. Uh, but I don't know in what world that, um, from how you've said it and how you've explained it, that Bernard does not go number one. There's no shot. Yeah, it's basically if aliens take over the Earth, um, that's the only chance he would not get first pick overall. He's going to be the first pick. It's probably going to be him, Fantili, Carlson, then Matvey Michkov. I love saying his name, as you can tell. And I do a pretty good... Uh, I made sure to say his name correctly, too. Nice, 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 nice. Well, um, anything else to add to the episode, Jake? Yes, we do. We have a, we have a, San, Jose, a, San, Jose Giants, a San Francisco Giants prospect that made his debut on Tuesday. Casey Schmidt, third baseman, shortstop, second baseman guy. From, you want to take a guess what college he's from? Al Sadies Bay. San Diego State University. Oh, look at that! He was the he he's he he was drafted in twenty twenty in the second round. He became the the highest drafted player since Stephen Strasburg in two thousand nine, who was drafted first overall. He came up Tuesday, had two hits in his second at bat. He hit his first career home run for his first hit in the major leagues. So he went two for four that day. Then today he had another two hit day. So he's four for eight, and he's really good and. He's fun to watch. The Giants, on the other hand, are not fun to watch, but he is. Well, what are the Giants now? Last time we talked, they were, what, 16 and 18? Yeah, we were 16 and 20 now. Oh, it feels bad. Yeah. Feels bad. <laughs> Which means that the more we suck, the more prospects we see, and the more happier I be. And shout out Luis Matos, who we all know that I'm a big fan of. Absolutely. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, talking about San Diego State, they have another prospect, I think, like a forget his name, but there was a game where we had like 40 scouts come out and watch. Um, hitter, pitcher, and outfield. Um, I don't know if you want to look him up, but he's really good, I well, guess. Do but you have a name? baseball team. Huh? Is it Kalena Sawyer? I, 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 I literally, Jake, I literally not, could not tell you the guy's name. I oh. have no idea. <laughs> Let me look it up. Let me look up draft eligible prospects at MLB.com. Yeah, I'll have to get back to you on that. That's going to... Yeah, no worries. I'm going to do it now. Um, but I just oh, got... Oh, Cole uh, Kerrig. What's his name? Cole Kerrig. He plays catcher, shortstop, outfielder. No, switch, it's a pitcher, too. A switch hitter. Well, oh, this guy's a switch hitter. Wow. It's, it's, something, like, it's, 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 it's something like that. Um, I will say SCC Baseball isn't the best, but... Yeah, I heard they're pretty bad. When, when, when you're getting 40 scouts to watch a guy, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I heard that uh, 
Yeah, they kind of struggled. Our, with softball, baseball, our, our softball team is pretty good. Hmm, cool. They won thirty games this year. How many games? How many games are in a uh, softball season? I think they played forty-two, Ooh. so they went thirty and twelve this year. That's pretty good. Uh, they uh, they have their Mountain West tournament at San Diego State tomorrow, starting tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes for them. Oh, yeah. Working that first shift, be getting a Mountain West, uh, little Mountain West uh, shirt in my effort in doing so. So shouts out. And maybe Mountain the Giants West. draft this Cole Carrig guy. You never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, anything else to add? Please draft Matvey Michkov. Fuck Dylan Brooks. Thank you for listening to the BA Podcast. Your host, James, with Jake. Episode 193. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast app. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, do a few times to gain the system. Little trick I learned from the industry in the past five years. We thank Dr. Parker Sports for recreation. We know you should have something to be positive. Thank you, Dr. Parker. We have a five. James? Fuck Dylan Brooks. Baba Yaga. Meets Cough. Bye. Bye.